So without further ado, we're kicking off and allow record, make host, change host. Right, that should be us. Oh, over to you, Lori. Okay, cool. So quite often you might have thought to yourself or had someone say to you, I'm just not motivated enough. And, you know, there's always points in our life where we probably feel like I'm not motivated enough or I don't have enough willpower or, you know, I don't, I, I can't do this. We all have those doubts and those thoughts and those feelings, but it's not about motivation because if you didn't have motivation, you wouldn't be sitting here right now. It required you to have motivation to log onto your computer at half past seven in the evening and watch a webinar by a stranger. That required motivation, right? And so we say, oh, I don't have motivation, but we always have motivation. As human beings, we are motivated, right? It's not true to say that we're not motivated because if we weren't motivated, you wouldn't have got out of bed this morning. You wouldn't have gone to the kitchen to make your breakfast. You wouldn't have done your steps or your workout. So you are motivated. And even to the point where getting up to the, out of bed to go for a wee is motivation. If you weren't motivated, you would just be a vegetable and you would just sit there all day. So all of us have motivation, right? And nor is it a lack of willpower that doesn't get you towards your goals. You know, there must be times in your life where you've had to be really, really resilient and you've continued towards your goals despite adversity. And so it's not a lack of willpower that doesn't get you to where you want to be with your health and fitness goals. So the first thing to do when we want to really consider how to motivate ourselves is to do a technique called contrasting. And what contrasting is, is thinking about who you envision yourself to be. Who do you want to be? What is your goal? Who is that version of you? And when we think about contrasting, the first thing to do is think about that person that you want to be and really embody that person. How would that person look? How would that person feel? How would those clothes feel on that person? How would you smell? What perfume would you wear? What aftershave would you wear? Would you enjoy exercise? What food would you eat? Thinking about involving all of your senses when you're trying to contrast between the person you want to be and the person you don't want to be is one of the best ways to really cement it in your mind. So once you've thought about the person that you want to be, the highest version of you, a way to sort of stop yourself from wanting to go the other way is to really think about yourself as the person of you that you don't want to be. The person, if, if nothing changed, if you stayed the same or things got worse, envisioning that version of you, the version of you that doesn't move towards their goals, how does it feel to be that version of you? How do you feel about yourself? How do you feel about your job? How are your relationships? How do you feel in your clothes? How do you smell? What do you eat? How do you feel? So first thing we tend to do when we're trying to think about motivation is mental contrasting. And you want to think about the fact that when you are trying to move towards motiv being motivated, thinking about the highest version of you. So as I said, mental contrasting is one technique. But... When you started to work with Matt, I'm sure you probably said things to him like, the reason I want to lose weight is I want to look better. 
I want to feel more confident. Um, you know, all of these sort of things. And there's nothing wrong with have a, having aesthetic goals. And, you know, Matt and I are both coaches. And obviously, we agree with that people should have aesthetic goals. But it's really important to consider that you are not an ornament. You are a human being, right? So it runs deeper. It has to run deeper. Because it's not just about the way you look. It's not just about having more confidence. There's always more to it. So what I want you to consider is not just how you want to look. It should be who you want to be. And that's when we're going to start to talk about values. Because who you want to be is far more important than how you want to look. So what happens most of the time is we, it's really tempting to believe, right, that I will achieve my ideal body, this will increase my confidence, and I will stop comparing myself to other people around me, right? I think we all have been in that place, yeah? But that's changing from a pretty negative place because this tells you nothing about the person you want to be. It's just telling you about the feelings that you want to avoid. You want to avoid comparing yourself to other people and that will increase your confidence because you'll have your ideal body. And that's quite a negative and sketchy, kind of skating on thin ice kind of place to change from. It's not very deep, it's just quite superficial, right? So what we want to think about is the fact that when we look at studies, focusing only on your mood and your body weight as outcomes tend to have very poor outcomes when we're dieting. So people don't tend to be able to maintain it, right? And this is why there needs to be more reasons for you to change and this will motivate you more. So we have to have more reasons and it has to be more of a value, which we're going to come on to, and that will help you to feel more motivated to change. Anyone got any questions so far? So what is a value? right now uh, a value is you know like when someone said something really nice about you and it kind of gives you that warm fuzzy feeling in your chest you know like if someone said to me oh you're so dedicated or you're I don't know you're really self-aware that's a value it's not things like oh you're organized you know it's something that makes you feel like oh that's such a nice thing to say and it's kind of the idea is how we want to treat ourselves the others around us in the world and how we want to behave on an ongoing basis in our life it's not a goal okay you can't tick a value off okay but um Another way of thinking about it is, as Matt said, you know, if you, if someone was to stand up at your funeral, it's what they'd say about you. It's how you want to be remembered, right? Oh, my clicker's gone funny. Oh, there you go. Here we go. Back. Oh, back, back, back. Gone too fast. Okay, so you're going to grab a piece of paper and a pen, or if you've got a good memory, a good memory. <laughs> and I want you to have a look at these. This is just a short list of values. There's hundreds of values and the list would be massive, right? But I want you to pick the three that stand out for you the most. Give me a little bit of time.
I'm gonna put 60 seconds and get some tunes on. Very nice. We know all of these. question with these are these three values that you feel you are like you utilize or could this be three values which you would like to move into either i think because i don't think values are fixed like something that you value right now might yeah. be different in a few years time so i would yeah. say do with what resonates with you at this moment but be assured that you know this isn't a definitive list and you can live according to many values it's just the three that sort of stand out to you the most and you think embody you the most right now yeah i think it's just from i know that uh from especially my background that flexibility um wasn't something which I felt stand out, but I've had a few conversations with a few prospects this week and they're like, I know what it takes to lose weight. I've done this diet, I've done this diet, I've done this diet, but like they lose 10 to 15 pounds, but there's no sort of sustainability because they think they need to follow this one specific plan and you can't have the flexibility on that mm -hmm. one. I think it's interesting, obviously some people have values at the moment, obviously values they kind of strive towards as well. Mm -hmm. um, powerful, powerful. Uh, just while we can guys, does everyone want to just kind of quickly blink down what's been the biggest takeaway so far in the chat? And I'll read some of them out. For me, you said we can't, we can't grow from, can't effectively grow from pain, from a bad place. We can't grow out of pain. It's hard for us to, to lay that foundation. I thought that was really, really powerful. I really, really like what you said there. So yeah, guys, just quickly share down one thing in the chat. We'll read some of these out. Like, let us know what's really resonating with you so we just know where everybody stands and then we'll uh, let Chloe crack on with the, the values. So again, quick share, guys, in the chat. Open up, let's go. Envision best and worst version of yourself. So yeah, mental contrasting. I love that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the way I kind of look at that is like getting top trumps. <laughs> Just yeah. when you're younger. <laughs> um, Terry, me not focusing on the aesthetic side of how I look. Uh, want to look isn't the be all and end all. Uh, there's more to it, 100%. Jackie, that motivation is always there. So no excuses, powerful stuff. Uh, Elspeth, there needs to be more reasons to change. Yeah, powerful, yeah. awesome. Exactly, right. and the more reasons you can find, the more it is gonna solidify the change that you want to come. So, once you've picked your three values, we're going to think about how do your health and fitness goals support these values, okay? So I'm going to uh, go through to the next one. So for me, my values are supportiveness, dedication, and challenge, right? And by taking care of my health and fitness, I have the energy to be supportive to my clients, to my friends, and to my family. 
And by taking care of my health and fitness, I have the mental and physical strength to take on new challenges, right? And by taking care of my health and fitness, I have the energy and the mental capacity to continue to be dedicated to my work. So can you, in the same way with the values that you've chosen, link it to your health and fitness goal? So by taking care of your health and fitness, you can something, be supportive, be dedicated, something like that. Awesome. Put some tunes on again. Uh, let's go just a little over a minute. Just quickly to add to this one, um, because me and Chloe spoke about this the other day, I've actually added in an affirmation at the bottom. So for example, authenticity, um, having the ability to be human, connect to others and inspire others to be the best version of themselves. Um, being authentic, authentic to me is living life on my own terms. So like that is now an affirmation which I associate and I will come back to and use on a daily basis. So if you can link something which drives the vehicle of performance, as in your body, your body is the vehicle which drives your day-to-day -day performance, and then maybe add in an affirmation, this is something that you can come back to, which is super short, sharp, and sweet, and you can, again, if you have Jackie, have it up on a whiteboard on your fridge. <laughs> nice, does Jackie do that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I Jackie's, love that, oh my God, I'm so Jackie in is the most organized person ever. <laughs> Two years would have a field day. I'm able to follow progress process, so I respect I just Just go another 30 seconds, team. If anyone wants to share in the chat, more than welcome to. Again, we've got a few here. Jackie, motivation's always there. Elspeth, I need some more reasons to change. Jackie, dedicated. I am able to follow the process. 100% love that. 
Respect, I can respect others' views and journeys. Powerful, honest, I can be honest with myself. That's a really, really good one. I believe in myself and my ability to succeed. Nice, I like that. Anyone else want to share? Uh, for me, it was authenticity, having the ability to be human, connect with others uh, on a personal level and inspire others. Developmental, uh, again, be progressive and lean into challenge and discomfort. Get comfortable being uncomfortable because that's where the growth happens. And then awareness. I know in myself, um, comparison has been the big thief of joy and that expectation of others sometimes hold me back. If I'm aware that I'm doing all of the things that I like to do, then uh, I know that I'm living my best self and that involves health, fitness and other areas of my life as well. Uh, Laura, independence, overcome injuries to maintain independence. That's powerful stuff. Yeah, powerful amazing. Stuff. Anyone else? You don't need to, guys. Not saying you need to again. This is, this is this is deep. This is meaningful. This is something really, really powerful. If this is something you want to just treasure and hold on to yourself, then that's all all good. Uh, Terry, kindness. I'm a very kind person. That's one part of myself. I don't question at all. I love to give to people. So again, for yourself, is how can you? As uh, Chloe said, how can you really being the best version of yourself in order to inspire others again? You need to be selfish in order to be selfless. And I think, Terry, you won't mind me saying when we kind of get in our own head and we do too much for ourselves and not really kind of give back out, that's when we kind of have this vicious cycle that sometimes uh, we just need to get out of our own head. Uh, I feel like anytime Terry says, like, presses the fuck it button, it should just be like, press the donate button. We've not pressed the fuck it button in a long time, but maybe we need to think anytime I'm feeling selfish, it's just go donate to charity. You can donate using the link in my bio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for this mustache to go off. <laughs> All right, I'm going to shut up, Chloe. I'm loving yeah. this at the moment. Awesome. Okay. So now we want to think about how do your actions on a day-to-day -day basis support your values, right? So for me, like running marathons or lifting heavy weights reflects my value of challenge, but my life just isn't about health and fitness because that would be pretty miserable. So how else is those values reflected in my life, right? So challenge is also for me like studying new courses or building my business or when I'm at work, if a GP says to me, will you take on this patient? And I think, oh, I don't really know if I'm going to be able to help them, but I'll try it because I like challenge. So you can always live according to your values. It doesn't just have to be with your health and fitness. So if you looked at your values now and thought to yourself, how can I live according to these every day? And do I live according to these every day? There's many different ways to live according to your values. And as Matt said earlier, your values may change and that's okay. But you know, these are who you are as a person. So trying to link them to what you want to attain in your life is always going to be a very strong base to change from. So once you um, have figured out what your values are, you, and then you can identify aligning your actions, then it's time to set goals, okay? So it's basically building these really solid, solid foundations for change all the time. So once you've identified what your values are, you've identified the actions that align with that, then we can start to set goals from this place. Does that make sense?
Okay, so values are the direction that we are heading in. So we're always working or living according to these things, but the goals are our checkpoints along the way to that, right? So this is the when, the where, the how will you make this happen? And when we think about setting goals, we can often be very blase, right? We can just be like, oh, uh, I'm gonna be a little bit more active. That's not very specific. If you are more specific, then you can start to anticipate your obstacles. And when we anticipate the potential obstacles that could come up, we can then minimize the friction, okay? So this is the best way to set goals. First thinking about, does this goal align with my value? Can I action this in the, in a, in the way that I want to behave with my actions? And is this goal gonna, um, cause any potential issues and what will those issues be now it sounds like you know we're sitting here thinking about all this stuff but actually the more we can think about this stuff and the more we can minimize the friction on the way to that goal the more likely you are to achieve it so say instead of saying I want to be more active what could you say to yourself? I am going to, when I finish work, before I sit down on the sofa, go for a short walk, where, around the block where I live, how I'm going to not even come in the house, I'm just gonna get out of my car and go for a walk. I'm minimizing friction, making it easier for myself all the time, because life is always gonna throw you curveballs. There is no getting away from that. And there's always gonna be something that comes up to try and stop you. We will never get away from that either. But that doesn't mean you're not motivated. Remember that. And that's something to keep coming back to. It means we just need to lessen the friction. Does that make sense? Cool. So when we have something challenging coming in, so we have a challenging situation, we have a choice point. So we can either continue to move towards our goal or sorry, our values and live consistent with our values. So moving towards the life outcome that you want, acting effectively, behaving like the person you want to be, or you can be valuing consistent and move away from the life that you want, acting ineffectively and behaving unlike the person you want to be. There's always a choice point always right so for example i think this is a better example than the one i've put here so say my goal is to lose body fat i want to lose body fat and but the problem is i have had a challenging situation come up i've had a really long day at work so that means i haven't made it to the gym and actually you know what i'm so tired that i cannot even fathom cooking a nutritious meal for myself on the way home so on the way home i'm going to go via mcdonald's even at that point you still have a choice point to live according to your values because values are remember they're bigger than just the food you put in your mouth and the exercise that you do so when it comes to that choice point there are still things that I could do to look after my health and fitness and move value consistently. I could get home after that horrible day at work, having missed the gym and eating a McDonald's, but I could say to myself, I'm gonna go to bed early because I know that that's value consistent. I still need a good night's sleep. 
I can still have a good night's sleep. And you know what, if I do that, I will wake up tomorrow in a better frame of mind because I've had a good night's sleep. My hunger and fullness cues will probably be working effectively. My hormones will be well balanced and I will be ready to go again because you can never fail if you, the only time you fail, sorry, is if you stop trying. There's always a choice point and there's always a time that you can move towards your values. And so it's not this idea that you haven't got enough willpower or you're not motivated because there's always something you can do if you are relating this stuff to the person you want to be, not just how you want to look. Does that make sense? Powerful. Give us a, a yes or a no in the chat. Um, I know that we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago in the webinar with regards to failing. We spoke, again, the whole lesson was about the language which you use with regards to failure and failing. Failing is a shortcoming. Failure is an identity. Has anyone done that where they've skipped a gym and then it has led to that spiral of negative events rather than it just being didn't achieve that, right, cool, move on, and then maybe did it lead them more to value inconsistency? I know myself, 100%, 100%. Um, yep, 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 holy yeah. moly, yeah, powerful, awesome, awesome. One Chloe. of my favorite questions is to ask yourself, even on my worst day, what can I do? Even on my worst day, what can I do? And that might just be going to bed early. That might be actually turning your phone off and just having a bit of headspace. So even on your worst day, what can you still do that's value consistent? We're not moving until everybody writes that down. <laughs> you don't need to share, you don't need to share, but I want you to, yeah. Let's take a wee, another two minute break there. I'm gonna put some music on. I think what Chloe said with regards to let's create three actions for each of your values. So again, authentic, what's three actions you can do which is authentic to yourself, is challenging for yourself. Whatever your three values are, note down three actions. And then again, ask yourself that question, even on the worst day, what can you do? So you can write two or three things that you can do even on your worst day. We'll take uh, a little over 60 seconds, maybe a little bit longer if we need to. Chloe, this is amazing. Yeah, I'm actually going to do that as well. I like that idea. I'm going to write it down and think about what I could do on my worst day. This is going to be so good, even for those people watching it back later and recording this. <laughs> Do you know what? Awesome. Sometimes I watch webinars back and because I always have something to say, I stop talking and then I realize it's a recording and I'm like, oh, I'm talking to no one. So again, your three values, three actions for each value. 
and at least three to five things you can do on your worst day. Let's go with 30 seconds, team. If anyone's struggling, let's just get some shares. Just again, if you're getting some ideas. So I've just blinked down there with regards to three things, a couple of things I can do on my worst day is simply drink a large glass of water, go off a phoneless walk. Um, shout out to Chloe. That was actually her doing <laughs> number one. Uh, take a shower, uh, one piece of fruit, get early to bed, or journal three things that I'm grateful for. Those are just a few things that just came to my mind. Um, because that preaches authenticity, flexibility, and um, development and understanding for me. Yeah. I put, um, even on my worst day, I can dedicate myself to 20 minutes of journaling because that really helps me to let go of any sort of negativity that I am holding on to. Um, I can support my own needs by switching off and going on a phoneless walk is what I put, funnily enough. <laughs> and wow. I can challenge myself to even meditate for three minutes on my worst day. Powerful. Terry's in there, drink water, go a walk, get some sleep, 100%. I'm all for afternoon naps. Um, Jackie, drink some water, get some steps, walking the dog. Yep, shout out to Willow. Uh, some, get some journaling, get some meditating. I may just get a little bit more precise there. Again, for me, it was journal three things that I'm grateful for. Um, Chloe just said it there. Uh, journal for at least 20 minutes on my worst day. Again, for me, it's take a cold shower. It's drink one large glass of water. Um, just try again, journal three things you're grateful for. Read five pages, meditate for five minutes, go a 10-minute walk with the dog. Just get a little bit more precise on that one. That's the only thing I would to add on that one. But awesome share, Jackie. Thank you very much. Terry, just the exact same yourself. Just put some timestamps on that one. Maybe some when, some where, some hows. Yeah, add on to that, as Chloe was saying. All right. Um, Shannon, exercise videos on YouTube on breaks. Cool. Two hours before bed. Don't go on phone. Love that. Instead of taking phone on social media, meditate for five minutes. Yep. Uh, and journal thoughts instead. Journaling is a big one. I think that's really, really powerful. Laura, drink two liters of water early tonight read one chapter of your book 100 percent. all right I love that so many of you got your, you guys journal this makes me really excited yep it's like the the first thing i've actually updated the first 30 days in the the membership site mm. and like the third video was the power of journaling <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah, it's one of the first things which i asked the guys to do all right uh, i'm going to show up now chloe yeah. over to you love so this is my last slide actually and what I want you to consider to take away is that you can always choose to live according to your values at any moment. Even if you feel like you've had one of those days where everything has unfolded and escalated, there is always a choice point. So like you said, even if it is just drinking a glass of water, you're still living according to your values. And so you always have a choice. So consider that your values, consider your values in addition to your fat loss goals, and this will give you more reason to change. 
And living according to your values is an ongoing process that you can never permanently fail. The only time you fail is when you stop trying. Amazing, absolutely amazing. And I think, I love that because it gives such a framework. One of the first recipe books I send out to the guys is the best worst case scenario meal plan. Mm. Um, this honestly started from my mum. She was just like, she just loves a pie and beans. I'm like, there's some merit here. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> some dinner, she just loves it. And I'm like, guys, that's what we need to just the best worst case. So again, I think having this understanding and everything which you've said, it's that choice point. And I know that Elspeth, we spoke about your kind of reset button is like a protein shake for you. That seems to kind of work. It's just, that's a bit of emotional reset. It's just something you can do. Hope this is give you a bit more depth and a bit more understanding. Um, awesome guys. If I can make sure you take a quick photo, um, tag Chloe Stevens coaching on Instagram uh, and the stories. If you don't follow her already, go and do so. Um, and then if anyone has any, Chloe, is there anything else you want to kind of add or okay to just go to some no, questions? I think, I think what you said about thinking about affirmations is actually really powerful. And in my, um, uh, course this week for life coaching, we were talking about, um, actually your nighttime routine being far more important than your morning routine. And they, just coming on to that kind of they use an acronym called early so it's energy over time so you know we can't be like a computer and have all these tabs open you know actually dedicating your energy to something is better than dedicating your time to it mm. so you know giving some yourself two hours to doing some to do something actually if you've fully dedicated your energy to it because you give do it for an hour and that's not being distracted and it's single tasking instead of multitasking because multitasking isn't that effective. Mm. Then the next thing they say to do in that nighttime routine is affirmations and actually do them before you go to bed. I've always mm. only ever done them in the morning really, but doing them before you go to bed makes a big difference. So saying, you know, I will have a good night's sleep so that I wake up tomorrow with a lot of energy to take on a new day. And just mm. saying those things before you go to bed. And then they say reminders. So writing down the things you have to do the following day. Um, and that will give you reminders, but get it out of your head. And then the next one is let go. And that's about writing things down or journaling things that have been negative that day that you want to let go of or that you've learned from that day. I think that's a really good place to start journaling from too, is what did I learn today? Something that wasn't particularly successful, did I learn from that? And then the last one is always coming back to your why. Like, why am I doing this? Why do I want to make these changes? And that for me would be my values as a person. So I think that's quite an interesting thing that you said about affirmations and journaling. And I think that ties really nicely into this subject. Yeah. I see journaling the way that my other business coach put it as, as journaling is a private contract and commitment to the person that you want to be, which I just think summarizes things um, amazingly, absolutely amazingly. Um, and then you touched on something else there, but that just seems to have just sort of reminds me. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think it's in the evening, as I call it brain dumping, mm. uh, just 
the day plan out tomorrow so again one of the things i ask everybody to do first is plan tomorrow today um if you can do that um there's something else which is just sort of mind there but absolutely amazing absolutely amazing all right so we're just going to go into some questions i'm going to just unrecord